I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. New York Game Day with Mike Tannenbaum, Matthias Kiwanuka, and Anita Marks. We're rolling. And we've got Jordan Renan, who's going to join us momentarily. But first, uh, today's New York Mets injury report brought to you by Total Orthopedic Spine in Sports Medicine. Uh, and uh, Brandon Nimmo, his MRI on his quad came back clean. So he is uh, going to be day-to-day. So, uh, you know, nothing too, uh, too, too concerned about. And that's your Mets injury report brought to you by Total Orthopedic Spine in Sports Medicine. Total Ortho Express Long Island's premier ortho immediate care where no appointment is needed after all time doesn't heal wounds they certainly do uh and without further ado jordan renan joins us now of course he covers the giants as they get ready for their monday night game good morning jordan how you doing i'm good anita i didn't expect september 25th and the calling for the quarterback extension that's we're we're getting there quick, Anita. <laughs> I, I think I think we should I think we should and and so for folks and, and I want to dive into it right there, okay? Um, for folks who don't know okay. this, okay, um, Daniel Jones has been pressured the most of any quarterback in the NFL the first two weeks. He's got an eighty-one point yep. something uh, QB rating. Um, he's got I'm sorry, eighty-one point something completion percentage. Uh, one of the top QB ratings, and let's be honest, he's definitely helped this Giants team go 2-0 and with his feet, either moving the chains to help Graham Gano with a more uh, favorable field goal uh, distance or to move the chains and, and eat out the clock and win the game. I do believe that a contract extension, co- at least conversations, should start happening. I know it's a small sample size, but um, I like what we've yeah. seen from, from Daniel Jones. Your thoughts? I mean, I, I was asked the other day on a radio interview, like, you know, how I thought he was playing and give it like sort of a grade. And I said B minus. Like, I think, I think he's been good. Like, he's been above average. Like, C is average to me, right? So B is B minus. Is, you know, it's an above average. So I think he's been good. And like you said, uh, he has been under pressure 51%. That's more than any quarterback in the NFL. I don't care who you are. It's going to be hard to consistently play at a high level if you're getting pressured like that. Now, I didn't think he played great against Carolina. I thought he was a little jittery, so uh, that wasn't his best game. I thought he played significantly better in Tennessee. I know the the interception kind of just turned everybody off. He actually played a really good game in Tennessee, aside from that pass. It was that one pass. was, was a, It obviously was a horrible play, but it kind of ruined the, the perception of how he played that game. I, that was when I went back and looked at it. That actually was the only pass I looked at that wasn't great. Now, I will say this. I spoke to sources this summer in the Giants organization and they said like negotiating or signing him to a deal during the season if he played really well or using the franchise tag were absolutely options that the team was going to think about as they went along here in the progression so is it possible that something like that happens this year I definitely would not rule it out having covered them so closely and like you said you know talking to people in the building what do you it, give me first give me your opinion what is it that you would want to see before um you started calling for the giants to you know to assign them to a longer deal that pocket presence thing to me is still something like last week he looked a little jittery to me when that pressure was coming like 
the pocket was collapsing a little bit, but so you got to stand in there, step in there, and make throws sometimes. And uh, Dan Orlovsky actually uh, showed it on NFL Live. When that pocket started collapsing a little bit, his eyes went down. And so when Daniel Jones is so athletic, right, we see his athleticism. Like you said, you mentioned it before, Anita. Fourth and one in the opener, naked bootleg, huge first down. Ice the game this past week, you know, third down, he runs for a first down. Huge plays. He's too athletic not to be able to be making big plays on the move. When you look at a guy like, and I'm not saying he's ever going to be Patrick Mahomes, but when you look at a guy like Mahomes, even Aaron Rodgers, these are guys that do a lot of their damage moving around. Like, they're on the move. They're scrambling not to run. They're scrambling to throw. Like, I need to see that from Daniel Jones. That's where big plays are made in today's NFL. When your quarterback can avoid that initial pressure, slide and maybe move out of the pocket a little bit, and then, you know, you're at five, six seconds at that point. There are open guys downfield at that point Then hit those guys. I think if they can get him to do that more consistently – that will allow him to become a next-level quarterback. I've been a big believer all along that he's like a, you know, middle-tier quarter starting quarterback in the league. And I know some people don't think he's a starting quarterback. I know some people think his talent says he could be better. But I've always been like, he's like in that Ryan Tannehill range. Like, but if I want to invest in him, I think you need him to get to that next level. Because when you're talking about building your team around a quarterback, you don't want to build your team around a middle-tier quarterback. You want to build a team around a quarterback that you know is a high-end quarterback. And in order for me to want to invest in him, I think we need to see that. Uh, again, Jordan Renan joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. Let's, let, let's talk about what's around him, right? Like, now this is an offensive line. Yeah, Andrew, Thomas, Andrew Thomas was rated by PFF the best tackle in the first two weeks of, of, of the season. Um, meanwhile, you know, Evan yeah. Neal, I, I know, you know, growing pains, I'm sure. But if this is an improved offensive line... Why, why is he getting pressured so much? Where's, where's, where's the weakness here, Jordan? Yeah, well, the weakness is in the interior. We kind of knew that, that coming in, like that was going to be the case. Also, Evan Neal, I mean, he's an at-best average right tackle right now. He's a rookie. I mean, if you get an average right tackle as a rookie, that's a pretty good year. So uh, we have to keep that in. Like, just because he was a, a top-ten pick doesn't mean he comes in as a rookie and he's a top-ten tackle. That just... The league just doesn't work that way. That is very, very rare and very uncommon. Uh, so, yeah, really, the, Andrew Thomas is their one high-end guy. The interior is definitely problematic. That left guard position, they've been rotating. Ben Bredesen and uh, Josh Azudu, another rookie, and they've, they've had trouble there. Uh, John Feliciano at center has kind of been up and down a little bit. Uh, Mark Lewinsky is their best offensive line. But in general, and I said this before the season, Anita, this is going to be a better run-blocking line than it is pass-blocking. And I think that's what we've seen, right? Where are they successful offensively? They've been successful being able to run the ball, especially in the second half of games. And where are they kind of been a liability? It's in the pass game because of the interior of the line. So I think that's kind of where we stand there. I mean, if we're listing the problems for Daniel Jones, too, like, seriously, how good are his weapons? I mean, we sit here for years, we're like, Oh, he has Kenny Gowda. He has Kadarius Tony. He has Saquon Barkley. Like, he has nothing at tight end right now, let's be quite honest. Like, they, they have no real threat at tight end. Like, what are his weapons? Does he have a number one receiver? The answer is no, right? And he definitely does not at this point have a real number one receiver. He doesn't have a tight end. He basically has Saquon Barkley and uh, a bunch of names out there. So it's really hard to play at a super high level when your offensive line, pass protection-wise, is kind of a liability, and your weapons aren't great. 
Right, really, really quick, Kiwi. I just want to follow up here, and and that's with with Kenny Galladay, right? Like you were in the locker room when he spoke to the media. Like I don't know why I'm not yeah. playing. I'm practicing. Mm-hmm. I don't know why coach isn't putting me in. Are, do you think we'll see something different Monday night? Is Squeaky Wheel get the grease? Does and and here's another thing to consider: the amount of money that this team is paying. Do you think Mara and the ownership and the general are, are saying? We are paying this dude, uh, to, uh, like, he is one of the highest paid wide receivers in the NFL. Like, he needs to play more than two snaps. So, uh, you know, what, 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 should we expect anything from Galladay on Monday? I think you can expect a little bit more, but I still think, I mean, if you think about it, think about what Brian Dable said after the game. I went up to Kenny and I told him, we are, you know, David Sills is going to take his, you know, is going to be playing over him this week, right? It wasn't Kadarius Tony who got more snaps this week. It was David Sills. So Tony's like probably not playing this week. He's doubtful. I would, I, I really, I, I'm almost positive he's going to be out, right? So are there some more snaps out there for Kenny Galda? Yes, but I don't think he just jumps right over David David Sills. I really don't. And I think at this point of the progression, when they hire Joe Shane and Brian Dable. They were willing to step back ownership I'm talking about, John Mara. They were willing to say, we need to make changes. We have to let these guys do what they think is right with the team. Like, whatever we have been doing has not been working. Mm -hmm. So, in a way, they've given carte blanche. And I think you're seeing that and that the new regime is like, you know what? This guy is not very good right now. He's not moving well. We're going to play David Sills. We're not going to worry about it. We're not going to play Kadarius Tony. And remember – they can do that because they didn't sign them. They didn't draft them. They're not fully invested in these guys. So it makes it a lot easier for them to say, look, they're just not our best players right now. This is the way we're going. And ownership is not going to overrule them at this point on that. Yeah, I think there's there's more to the story, or more to the behind the scenes than, than what we um, than what we know or what we understand. But, yeah, I think you're right. The task was you brought me in I here really to win games. I really games. don't think so, Kiwi. No, I really don't think so. With Galladay, with Galladay, mm-hmm. I think it's just him as a player. The injuries have have got like he's had a, a, a run of injuries the last couple of years, and they've really just chipped away at his explosiveness and his fluidity. And you can see it when he's running. I mean, I said it in the summer. I, I, I even used the line: he was running with the stiffness of a mannequin, which I don't think he liked. But really, like that's what that's what you see when you look at it every day. And people, national reporters would you know pop in and they would look at it and see it. I mean, go look at what Peter King wrote about Kenny Galladay when he when he came for one day. So that I think the writing is kind of on the wall there, and that's really a majority of what it is in that situation with him specifically. Let's let's talk about what's going on on the defensive side of the ball, right? Um, and uh, of course, as we know, Cooper Rush is coming to town. Dak Prescott is is not is not starting. Um, what's the latest with Leonard Williams? And everything that I'm hearing and reading from you, of course, is that Thibodeau and Ojolari are both expected to play. Boy, how exciting that's going to be for Wink Martindale for sure. Yeah. Yeah, Kiwi, Kiwi. How about for Kiwi over here? He's been waiting. I'm ready. For I've been waiting. I, <laughs> I was, <laughs> he's like, I was I patient. This guy. I, I was patient. Guy. <laughs> yeah. So you're, they're both. They both have said this week they're going to play. And you saw in practice they had. A, uh, they did much more in practice this week. So I'm expecting both those guys to play. I'd be stunned if either of them didn't. Barring a setback, they're both going to play, which is obviously a huge boost because the Giants. I mean, they were 
using different packages last week to try and work around the fact they had no real, you know, high-end edge rushers. And now they get both of them back in the same week. Huge boost for this defense. Now, the flip side is they're probably not going to have Leonard Williams. He's doubtful. He didn't do much. We didn't see him at practice all week. He was working inside. The only reason I'm not going to say definitely Leonard Williams is not going to be there is this is a guy who's played every game in his career, right? Even last year when the Giants season was over and he hurt his elbow and people thought he was done for the year, he missed zero games. So I'm going to leave open the little crack that, you know, that 5% really, really small possibility that Leonard Williams has like a miracle and decides he's going to tough it out and play. I don't think it's going to happen, but it's possible. So you're losing your best interior player. You're gaining your two best edge players. So it's kind of like you, you, you win some, you lose some here with the Giants on that regard. But you have to be ecstatic on what you've seen from Wink Martindale. And Kiwi, I'm sure you can speak more on this. The first couple weeks, the way he's able to scheme it up and, you know, sort of create pressure even when he doesn't have the dominant players, it's been very encouraging. And they've allowed 36 points in two weeks. Let's be real. That's why they're 2-0. and because of the defense turnovers yeah pressure turnovers obviously i mean yeah. i just i just i just don't want them to have to rely on this scheme the entire time right and so i am excited to see ozolari i do enjoy watching pass rush it's almost impossible for me not to look at the edge rushers every every play and then my eyes go to the linebackers and you know and, and so on and so on um so you know watching you know from the way he came out last year i just you know, i'm excited to see you know can we get a natural pass rush without having to, you know, involve, you know, other levels and, and to, you know, and to, you know, do some scheme stuff because during the course of the season, you're going to have to rely on it. At some point we're going to have to say, okay, listen, guys, we're stressing back. We need you guys to get home and I can't give you help right now. Those are the situations that I'm looking for. They've well, been any, fortunate any... that in that regard that they haven't p- faced the super high end quarterback yet. Right. Because that's when you kind of need it. You need that extra guy in coverage, right? If you can rush with four and create pressure, that's an extra guy. This is basic math that you could drop back on defense. And when you play Aaron Rodgers and Lamar Jackson in two and three weeks, that's when you're going to need it. Um, final thoughts, score, prediction, any of that good stuff before we let you go, Jordan? Yeah, I just see, see this as a game where it's gonna, points are going to be tough to come by, right? I think, that, I think that's where we're going to be with this game. It's, it's going to be like first to 20, 24, in this regard, I mean, the Cowboys, for whatever we want to say about them, they have a pretty good defense. Uh, and as a team as a whole, I know people are down on them, and they're like, they're not, they're not that good. They have holes. They have talent on the team. I mean, Zach Martin is still a great player in this league. Uh, Micah Parsons is a superstar. If we did a draft of players, we'd probably start with those two guys on both teams, right? And then maybe Saquon would come in and Trayvon Diggs and guys like that. But they, they still have a lot of talent over there. CeeDee Lamb. Uh, so I think I think it's going to be a really tightly contested game, but the atmosphere should be great, and that, that's really what I'm looking forward to in this game. I'm not going to make a pick right now. I don't. I'm, I'm kind of if wishy washy at this point, but I do expect an awesome atmosphere, a whiteout at MetLife Stadium against the Cowboys on Monday night. It's refreshing that we're getting these kind of games after the last five years. That's 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 where I'm at at the game right now. Absolutely. Appreciate your time, Jordan. Thank you so much. In, in, enjoy the game tomorrow night. You got it. You guys too. Enjoy the game. Have a great show. Appreciate Thanks, it. Jordan. Jordan Renan joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. 
Uh, this segment brought to you by Bud Light. Enjoy your game day. Also, Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey, the original triple blended, triple distilled, and triple cast matured Irish whiskey. Make sure to grab a Tullamore Dew during tonight's action. Remember, when it's game time, it's Tully time. So please enjoy responsibly. And also, just a reminder, make sure you stream live sports on the original content with ESPN Plus today. You'll get access to the award-winning 30 for 30 library, uh, UFC access, including exclusive pay-per-views, live coverage of 35 PGA Tour events each year. And uh, get the ESPN Plus and Disney Plus bundle today. Watch ESPN Originals, 30 for 30s, entire Disney and Marvel library, and more. Stream anytime, anywhere. Make sure you go to ESPNNewYorkBundle.com to learn more. I'm actually going, are, I'm going to the, are you, are you coming to New York anytime soon? Uh, are you going? Are you going to any? Are, do you have any plans to go to any any any? Nothing, nothing's games? nothing's finalized yet, but I'll be up there pretty soon. Okay, um, I'm actually I'm going Monday night. Uh, really excited. Uh, Tiza is, is having a, a watch party. Um, so for folks that are, are heading to the Giants game, please come out. Uh, we'll be around where the bus drop off location is. Look for Tiza signage. I'll be out there handing out a bunch of Tiza and um, and and hanging out. I I probably I should get out there around seven o'clock. Uh, and I'll be there all the way through kickoff. So, uh, so definitely come say hello. All right, uh, we come back. I want to. I want to dive into the Daniel Jones discussion. We ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. New York Game Day with Mike Tannenbaum, Matthias Kiwanuka, and Anita Marks. Uh, before we start talking Daniel Jones, I'm sure you've been following the whole uh, Aaron Judge home run, trying to get that oh-so-coveted 61. I think he's trying a little bit too hard um, the last few days, but do you think he does think it? Do you, he, think, you, you think he does I it think, tonight? I think he should have paid that young man a little bit more for the last ball. <laughs> <laughs> Do you um, think he does it? You think he does it tonight? Every every night, I'm putting twenty five dollars down that he hits a home run. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm 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 down 
50 bucks, but um, but it's 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 around plus 150 plus 160 that he hits a home run tonight. Yeah, I would take it. I think I think he gets it tonight. Oh, okay, okay, good, good. You, take, you taking it again? Of course. It's like I say. I it's it's like at the casino when you play roulette and you're playing a color, yeah. whether black yeah. or red. Eventually, it's going to come in. It's going to eventually happen. it's going to come in. You just keep on doubling down or tripling down mm. until it comes right. Like that's yep. you, <laughs> that's how <laughs> that's how you win at roulette. Unless of course you go black twenty two or red eight. Those are my two big numbers. Um. With that being said, like I said, Daniel Jones, most pressure quarterback in the NFL the first two weeks, over 80% completion percentage, which is pretty tremendous. I don't think people realize anything over 70 is uh, is is good in the NFL and has single-handedly, in my opinion, with his legs, helped this Giants team go to 2-0. and If you're the front office, Kiwi, do you start negotiating an extension right now? Yeah, I think you, you definitely start thinking about it um, because negotiating with him right now is going to give you an opportunity to, you know, basically lowball and get him at a, at a steal. Um, you have to look at what are your other options. So, what is the plan if if Daniel Jones, if you allow him to walk out that door, what is the plan for this organization going forward? Right now, small sample size, understood he's figured out a way not to lose games. He's not wowing anybody, but he has figured out a way to manage a game, which I think is a logical step. And all the things that we spoke about with Jordan, you know, O-line issues, you know, who are his targets? Like what support has he had from the backfield outside of this year? Now that Saquon is running, like, like we expected him to, or like we, like we knew that he was capable of, you know, without injury. I don't feel as though, you know, the timeline is accurate, right? Like he maybe would have made these steps a year or two years ago had he had the compliment around him that he's starting to have right now. So I think if you're looking at it from a longevity perspective, if this is going to be the guy, then you need to start talking to him now and allow him to to be free. Allow him to to go out there, you know, get his home life, you know, situated. Figure out where he's going to be for the next couple of years, and then just focus on football. I feel like you'll get a lot more out of him if you allow him just to focus on football. It's not one of those positions where you want to keep him, you know, angry and hungry. You know, you want him to be settled in and, and clear minded when he's out there playing. Uh, let's go to our phone lines. Folks want to chime in on Daniel Jones. Let's go to Andrew in New York. Andrew, welcome in. Welcome in to New York Game Day. Good morning, Anita Mathias. Thank you for having me. Um, you know, I, I agree with a lot about um, what Jordan just said about Daniel Jones um, in you know, the last week against Carolina. Uh, very jittery, and I think he's gotten into that kind of mode where once the pocket collapses at all, he's kind of just looking down, and, and it's not really a good spot to be as a quarterback. I don't think we're giving enough credit to the running game um, for really kind of driving, uh, you know, I think really being a big part of the the offense. And I think, you know, the 80% completion rating is a great statistic. But at the end of the day, how many of those passes are 20 yards down the field, 30 yards down the field? At the end of the day, I don't think Daniel Jones has the it factor. I think you want to, you know, we need a guy that you really just can go into the backyard and kind of fling it around. I don't think we're going to win the Super Bowl with a guy who's managing the way he is. And at the end of the day, if you're not trying to win the Super Bowl, then what are you trying to do? Uh, listen, and, and thanks for the phone call, Andrew. Appreciate it. Actually, um, you know, it, it, he's not dinking and dunking it, by the way. Uh, not only is he one of the most accurate, not, not only is he the most accurate passer the first two weeks of the season, but he's also the most accurate passer in, in passes that are 20 yards or more, Andrew. Just FYI. Um, let's go to Tony in the Bronx. Tony, you're up. 
Hey, Anita, what's going on? How you doing today? Good morning. Um, I'm good morning. Great. Um, I'm 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 on the Daniel Jones bandwagon as well. I want to see it right out to the end of the season, but I think I think we're gonna have to temper down on this um, um, contract extension thing. We don't want to like go quick. We don't want to like you know give the concession now and then have the roof caving on us later when it when all things turn to bad eventually. So, I mean, I think we give them like a couple of year ex- couple more year extension and see where it goes from there and then give some receivers and improve the offensive line some more because I don't see where we're gonna get the because uh, because right now we're not gonna get unless C J Stroud or Bryce Young is falling to us. I don't see where I don't I don't see any better choice in the draft or anything like that. Or like that, and I'm not sure that not a, the Giants are interested in Jimmy G or anything like that in the offseason. So, Tony, anyway. thanks, thanks for the phone call. I appreciate it. I, you know, here's here's the thing, Kiwi. I, I mean, I just like you know Patrick Mahomes. Those type of quarterbacks, they don't grow on trees, dude. Like, nope. like I don't. Like, nope. <laughs> it's easy. It's I, I, easy I, don't, to, I don't get it. I just don't. I mean, it's just like apart. you don't appreciate what you got. You don't appreciate yeah. what you got. You just don't. That, that's that's the issue. I, I understand where they're coming from. They the the last two callers just don't have you know complete faith in Daniel Jones being the long term guy. When we say contract extension, we're not talking about you know throwing him the whole bag right now. You know, it's it's just a matter of if, is he going to be you know we're going to continue this experiment instead of kicking the can down the road you know year after year. Like, let's have some stability. Let him have some stability, whatever that looks like, however you want to structure the um, the contract, you know, so that we can move on and, and, and start planning. If not, then what is the plan? Like you said, they don't grow on trees. Great quarterbacks are not just all around. And then you have to develop them also. So that, you know, yeah, I, I am, I'm with you. They don't grow on trees just, and you got to appreciate just- what you have. Just really quick before we go to break, I, I just I'm going to take a serve. I'm going to look around the NFL, all 32 teams. I'm going to tell you, I'm t- I'm going to tell you the teams I'd rather. When we get back, let's do this when we get back because we're up against a break. When we get back, I'm going to tell you the teams that I'd rather have. What quarterbacks? I I would rather have Daniel Jones over. And you tell me if you agree or disagree on them. We'll continue to take your calls. Also, I want to switch gears. A lot of folks heading out to the Jets game. You're maybe listening on the tail, you know, at your tailgate. So we'll spend the last 30, good part of the last 30 minutes talking about the Jets, getting you ready for their matchup uh, today against Cincinnati. So stay tuned for that right here on New York Game Day, 98.7 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. New York Game Day with Mike Tannenbaum, Matthias Kiwanuka, and Anita Marks. All right, before we get to the calls, and like I said, we're, we're going to switch gears here and in the show strong, getting you ready for this Jets-Bengals matchup for later on this afternoon. But, Kiwi, just, just to look around the NFL and, and teams that I would rather have Daniel Jones as my quarterback than, than the quarterback that they have. You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. Um, I, I, I'm still not sold on Tua. I, I know what we saw last week. I'm still not sold. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say Tua here. Okay. I'd rather have him than Zach Wilson. You know how I feel about Zach Wilson. I'd rather have him than uh, Carson Wentz. Um, um, I'd rather have him than Mitch Trubisky or the young rookie quarterback that the Pittsburgh Steelers drafted. I'd rather have him than Justin Fields or, or golf quarterback for the lions. Um, rather have him than Davis Mills. Rather have him than Matty Ice, um, Ryan, Tan- Ryan, Ryan. T- let, let me go through all of them, and then I want to. I want to hear the ones that you agree or disagree with me with. Uh, Ryan Tannehill with the Tennessee Titans, Marcus Mariota with the Atlanta Falcons, uh, Baker Mayfield with Carolina, even Jameis Winston with the Saints. Um, gonna be honest with you. Um, bum 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 bum. Uh, and and of course, Geno Smith. <laughs> Uh, or or Drew Locke with the Seattle Seahawks. So I, I mean, listen, that's so now we're putting him anywhere between the top, anywhere between the fifteen or twenty ranking in, in the fifteen or twentieth best quarterback in the NFL. Can you win a Super Bowl with that? I'm curious. Uh, any any of the, the the quarterbacks or teams I listed that you're like, no, I'd rather have that quarterback over Daniel Jones. Honestly, the the one um, I would say Jameis Winston, just because. Um, like I said before, I don't think that he gets enough credit. This isn't this isn't a, a Super Bowl ready team that just needs a um, a quarterback. That's the issue. So a lot of the guys that you've mentioned, even if they might show more promise at this point, it's really just a lateral move, you know. So when you get past you know thirteen, fourteen, I think you know Derek Carr is is a good um, you know is is where you could say okay. You know what? Like this guy would obviously give us a better chance to win. But even a guy like Russell Wilson, I don't, I don't know that I would take Russell Wilson right now. But everybody else in, that was ranked in the in the top ten, yeah. But outside of that, um, no, I think Jameis Winston's the only one of those people that you mentioned. I mean, you can have an argument for for Tannenhill, but no. Okay. All right. I mean, I mean, but still, it's it's. I mean, that's a solid. That's a solid amount of quarterbacks that both of us would rather have Daniel Jones than those. And therefore, yeah, I, I, think, I think contract conversation needs to start. And, and it doesn't mean that you're hiring all the Brinks trucks in the tri-state area and dumping them on, on Daniel Jones's doorstep. It just means like, you know, his fifth-year option would have count for $20, $20 million dollars. You've got quarterbacks in the NFL that are making close to sixty, yeah. so uh, per year. So yeah, I mean, you know, you you can agree to an extension. Bring Daniel. It doesn't mean that you're not going to draft a quarterback next year in the draft. Mm-hmm. But how many times is a rookie quarterback ready to step in and immediately start performing? At least maybe you sign Daniel to like a two or three year extension for some solid money, and now you've got your bridge quarterback for a rookie. If if 
the organization truly feels Daniel's not the guy. Exactly. That's that's why I think the difference is we're not talking about, you know, locking him up for a very long term substantial deal. I think what we're what we're talking about is just, you know, having an extension. And, yeah, if you're going to go, you know, go and draft another quarterback, it's going to take him some time to develop. But at least we have a guy who's who's got some stability right there. So it's not it's not about because we heard the callers. It's not it's not about locking him up for you know an extreme amount of time and, you know, making him one of the highest paid players or any, anything like that. Like that it's just about bringing some stability and saying okay listen for these next couple of years this is what we're this is the direction that we're going in absolutely so so we're, we're on the same page for sure uh by the way this portion of the show brought to you by fw web and wheel mclean turn to one of fw web's 100 plus locations for unparalleled wheel mclean inventory visit fwweb.com to find out uh all the convenient locations near you before we take a break i want to bring you up to speed uh, on uh, on the news and notes as we get closer to 11.30. We're 45 minutes away from that active-inactive list being revealed. Chargers want Herbert to take the long view. What does that mean? I'm going to read it uh, straight from uh, my website. So Chris Mortensen is reporting that the Chargers medical staff has encouraged Justin Herbert to take the long view. What does that mean? Um, contemplating getting a pain-killing injection for his rib. Keep in mind, you've got... Uh, Tyrod Taylor, who's suing. <laughs> there's no, there's no. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, no, who's we, suing we another doctor? Who's right, who's suing uh, the Chargers doctor because uh, he punctured his lung with one of these shots? So the Chargers medical team wants him to sit and allow the injury to heal. But Herbert is pushing to play through the pain. The cartilage injury can last several weeks or several months. For fantasy managers sweating out LA's inactive list, Jimmy Garoppolo is a widely available pivot, blah, 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 blah. So as of right now, um, it sounds like Herbert wants to take the shot, Kiwi, but the medical staff is like, oh, we screwed up with Tyrod Taylor. Maybe we shouldn't do this to to Justin Herbert. Very interesting. Understandably Man. so. I mean, there should yeah. be some. There should be some. Some, you know, some cold feet in terms of you know going through the same procedure that was you know essentially fouled up just a year ago. You know, it, it's it. You know, these medical professionals they spend their entire life. They're dedicated to it, but they're not infallible. They do make mistakes. And if you put yourself in a situation where you just saw somebody make a mistake, then you know you got to take some responsibility for it. So I understand why they're saying, "Hey, let's just let's just take the long road. Let's just wait this out. We tried the quick path last time, and it didn't work out for us." Um, and this is this also is a difficult injury just to to be with, just to breathe with. You know, it's one of those things where. You know, it may not sound like such a big deal because it's not something that you can obviously see or your, your legs not twisted the wrong way or something like that. But every breath, every you can't laugh when you have an injury like this. So, um, you know, there 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 are there is going to be some some issues they are going to have to address this one way or the other. Uh, some other news and notes, uh, DeAndre Swift and TJ Hawkinson expected to play for the Lions. Jameis going to play for Jameis Winston is going to play for the Saints, even though he's got four count them four. Um, back fractures. I still can't get over that. Uh, Jacoby Myers not expected to play for Balt- against Baltimore for the Patriots. Nelson Aguilar could be a sneaky good play for you this week in fantasy. Gage and Perryman are expected to play. Julio Jones, a true game-time decision. Fournette should get a heavy, heavy workload today. He's going to play for the Bucs. Um, also, Gabe Davis expected to play for the Bills against the Dolphins. The Broncos will have both Jerry Judy and Sertan ready to go. 
uh, against the uh, the um, 49ers later on today. And James Conner, running back for the Arizona Cardinals, is expected, will be active for the Arizona Cardinals today against the Rams. Again, this portion of the show brought to you by Slowman's. Call 1-866-OIL-DEAL to see how much you can save this winter on heating oil. We come back. Um, we will end the show strong, talking all things Jets. We'll take your calls. Uh, I know that uh, Buddha and Ken want to get in, so... I'm a poet. I don't even know it. We'll get to you guys, and uh, and we'll have our, our score predictions for both the Jets and the Giants game as we pass the baton on to Greg Buttle and, um, and Dan Grassa for your Jets pregame show coming your way next. So stay tuned for all of that right here on 98.7 ESPN. New York Game Day with Mike Tannenbaum, Matthias Kiwanuka, and Anita Marks.